And right now we are outside the oldest pub. If you can take your mind back to, if you can't imagine what it was supposed to look like in, let's say, 1724. The smallest house ever, <laughs> majorly made for vertically challenged people like me. <laughs> What do you think it will look like in 1724? I'm not too sure. I think there will be a lot more wood. <laughs> yeah. Hello, and welcome to the podcast series, Getting to Know You. My name is Jack, and with me is Endurance. This podcast series was created by the MA students studying radio, audio and podcasting at the University of Sunderland. Future episodes will be focusing on sport, music, more history and culture. This episode will be focusing on the history of Sunderland. Jack, you chose the Clarendon Pub. Why? So the Clarendon Pub is the oldest pub in Sunderland. It's nearly 300 years old and I always feel that pubs have so many stories to tell and what better pub to have more stories than the oldest pub in Sunderland. We are outside the oldest pub in Sunderland. It is the Clarendon. Now, it was originally called the Clarendon and then it got changed to the Butcher's Arms and then it got changed back again to the Clarendon. Uh, it was established in 1724. So in two years time, it's going to be 300 years old. How does that make you feel? Like we're here back in time and this is something that a lot of people have walked through. A lot of people have been here. A lot of people had fun here. A lot of people have gotten drunk here. It's, I mean, it's aesthetic for me to be here in a place that carries a lot of history for mm. Sunderland. Yeah, no, it's um, it's very interesting. I mean, uh, there was a shorthand piece written that um, I read up on uh, before we came out here, mm -hmm. and uh, it turns out so this is actually part of Sunderland's heritage trail. So not only has it got like you know the oldest pub uh, name to it, it's also part of Sunderland's history. Mm -hmm. uh, so that is it is quite cool. Uh, right now we are uh, outside it, and it's not that big on the roads wise I mean there's uh, a lot of apartments and houses around us we've just been inside just very briefly to kind of speak to the bartender and uh, it is a little bit busy inside so we're going to go in and just sit down for a little while and uh, see how we feel about it I mean it's going to be the same place as that <laughs> it's going to be the same seats that some people sat in before like the I first the first uh, world war before before yeah. like I think America's independence mm -hmm. I think I mean like there's so many things that happened after this became a pub. Mm. So before we go in, can you imagine if you could, if you can take your mind back to if you can't imagine what it was supposed to look like mm. in let's say 1724? Yeah. What do you think would it would look like right now? Obviously now it has the flag, it has the name written on it. What do you think it will look like in 1724? Sure. I think there will be a lot more wood. <laughs> yeah. Now um, right here on the bench outside yeah, the pub, the there's a pub history here um, saying that it dates back to 1724, like we said. Now apparently it didn't actually get its licensing until 1753. 53. Um, it's traded under several other names 
and uh, including the board and hare and hounds. The so game. there's a lot. Um, nowadays, it's famous for its red ale uh, or its real ale, as like I like to say, and uh, the vibrant local music that it always has. So without further ado, we're gonna go inside. We're gonna have a little bit more facts for you, and uh, we're gonna just see how we feel about um, the whole vibe and like you know what it brings. inside and uh, we have a nice little uh, seat over here by the window and, and that's one thing I really love about this um, pub is the fact that if you're sitting close to the window you can actually see the University of Sunderland just over the river and I think it's a great view and well for me what I've, what do I think about now I'm gonna be doing like some sort of review of what the pub what it looks like to me right now I think it's more for the older generation, the older demographics, like uh, people in their 20s, early 20s might probably not come here, because here I can see that a lot of older people are here having a nice time, and it's relaxed, the music is not too loud, you can actually hear yourself talk, and I think it's a great spot. Um, I agree, I agree. I mean, I think the fact that it has so much history makes it very attractive to anyone who is interested in history of Sunderland, so if you're a tourist, you would certainly come here. I would rec recommend it just for the pure your mm -hmm. heritage of it and the stories. I mean, you're looking around the and you're, 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 you're seeing a lot of hardwood, you're seeing a lot of stuff that is actually um, mentioning the docks. So obviously Sunderland was very, it's very famous for its history with the docks and the water and uh, how many people worked there when it was originally, you know, made Sunderland. And uh, you can see some photos here of uh, old boats, old yeah. photos, all black and white, of course, to make sure that everyone knows that it's old because how would you know it's old if it's black and white. <laughs> so it is safe to imagine that I think it is safe to imagine that uh, back in the days when this pop would just uh, probably several years after it uh, it was established that um, sea martians and captains and people that work on the dock or work on the sea would come here, retire here after a day's work to just have fun and unwind. It would have been very very popular among the locals because this is where I feel like this is where everything will be happening to have conversations and just you know talk with your like I'm, I'm going to do a small bit of research there now um, and um, I'm going to come back and uh, let you know what has happened over the years what, what's, what's happened what happened after um, this pub was uh, this pub was made so so this pub was made before we already know the first world mm -hmm. war um, I think before America became independent uh, so many so many stuff I, it's definitely before the Titanic that was yeah, 18 something so I'm gonna get um, two more uh, interesting facts of what happened uh, after this I can give you one. Oh, give me one what, what I saw, what I read online, that this pub used to be a, a location where smugglers, that people that smuggle rum, they usually store it here. It, you, it has that history that if you want to smuggle rum, this is the location. So I mean, I mean it's like you, it's a pub. So. so a lot of things that have happened that is really, really well known, but I like. <laughs> 
I mean, no one would think that this pub was before those things. So, for example, in 1760, the British Industrial Revolution began. Um, so, uh, inventions such as the steam engine in 1712 and um, the shuttle um, in 1733, a lot of stuff. Um, so, the Industrial Revolution went down for like 80 years. So, that was about 40 years after this pub, the revolution began. Uh, following that, we have the American Revolution in 1765, I already mentioned that earlier on. And then James Cook explored the Pacific in 1768, so about 44 years after this pub. And then the most famous that I had no idea was the French Revolution. Everyone knows about it, 1789. So this pub was more independent and older than anyone in France. Anything French, this pub is older. I think that's absolutely insane. The French Revolution is the most famous revolution, in my opinion, of all time. And this pub is a good 80 years old, older than the French Revolution. That is absolutely insanity. So yeah, I think this pub is so much better that if you're a tourist, if you should visit, if you're just interested in anything like historical, a little bit of heritage, come in here, immerse up, and just imagine what it would be like if it was in 1724 and so much of the world has yet to be developed and people were coming here and having what we can assume was like probably the most amount of social life and just everyday every interactions that anyone was, anyone was experiencing back then. And I think it's a really good starting point for where we're going to go next because we are doing a lot of history right now. Now, where are we going next, Endurance? Well, let's keep it a secret. See we get there. So the place I chose to for the Sunderland history is the Sunderland Museum and Winter Gardens. Now, a lot of people would assume that's fairly on the nose for history and Sunderland. But why did you choose the museum? Because, yeah, I'm new to Sunderland. And I feel like for me to really get to know what the people are like and the history that Sunderland has, the museum is where I will get it because the museum has been getting collections since 1846. So I know that the things that I'm looking for to be properly intimated with um, what is happening or what has happened in Sunderland will be in the museum. So it's just the best choice. Mm. Uh, and just before we play the audio, looking back now to the to the pub, what did you take away from it? The calmness. Yeah. <laughs> it was un- it was unnecessarily calm for what I was expecting a pub to be. Mm. I mean that that's like that's like my first time of visiting a British kind of pub. So it was calmer than what I was expecting. I was expecting like a club vibe with yeah. heavy music and all that, but it was it was kind of calm. Interesting. So yeah. Anyway, after that we went off to the Sunderland Museum, and um, that was also quite calm. Have a listen. Hi guys, so we are here. Remember when we were at the pop? That is one of the oldest pop in Sunderland that was built around 1724. We told you that we have one more place to visit, Jack and I. This is Endurance and Jack is here. Hello. So it's time to let the cat out of the bag. We are at the Sunderland Museum and Winter Garden. Mm. Yay! So we're doing a lot of really way back in time kind of thing. So we are at the Sunderland Museum and it's one of the oldest, will I say the oldest building or it is a started collecting stuff from 1846. So this museum is literally 
a time machine where you can go back in time and see how Sunderland people used to live. So we're going to be going back in time to check a lot of things. Lots of hidden treasures are here. All right, so where are we going to go first? So let's go here. So we're literally walking back in time. So there's at the entrance here, there's something that says the time machine. Travel back in time through some of the most popular and fascinating objects that have been collected by Sunderland Museum since 1810. So we are literally going back in time right now. The Sunderland Museum had so much to see. We went round and it took us about one hour in the museum to be able to see everything that we actually wanted to see. Mm. And one thing that we saw that I was not expecting to see was your uh, fear of heights. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so um, me and Endurance went to go see the nature side of the museum. And once we started going up the steps, said, Endurance nope. was able to see actually below and the floor and everything. And then immediately said halfway up the stairs, this might not be a good time to tell you that I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> So that was great fun. And uh, and then afterwards, uh, we found out that she thought that the spicy food in Nando's was so not spicy. That not she spicy would, at all. She would, quote unquote, feed this to a two-year-old. <laughs> I can't believe you say that. But it wasn't spicy, but it was so spicy for you. I felt really bad that I made you eat that. So after that, once we finished uh, saying the museum, this is what we thought was the best of it. Uh, the model of the Wilmoth um, Monastery, I, I love that because it just gave me a glimpse of what it used to look like back yeah. then and what St. Peter's Church used to look yeah. like. I really love that about that. Then this new one I just saw, the smallest house ever, <laughs> majorly so made for small. vertically challenged people like me. <laughs> it is It is so small. It is actually crazy. I mean, we took some photos of it because it was so small. And um, yeah, I, um, I couldn't get over it. Now, I do really like this whole section, which is the 20th century of Sunderland, which kind of shows so much of like modern civilization civilization you know back to like 1919 when it would be probably the closest to what you can still recognize Sunderland obviously like you'll be able to um, find evidence of Sunderland and Wareside in the 1800s and even the 1700s but I've always felt that from the 1900s onwards that's when like you can really recognize like you know modern civilization so i thought that, that was really cool but the good thing i love about the 20th century section is evolution of bikinis i'm like yes. really is this how it's supposed to be <laughs> i love that and that's the end of the episode i really had a nice time hanging out with you jack and you visiting those amazing places that we had to go to uh yeah so that's it yeah um what did you enjoy more the pub or the museum both actually the, the experience of the pop was very funny when yeah. someone saw, thought that she knew me or something yeah. that was really funny to me And but at the museum we didn't really get to talk to anybody and yeah. all so yeah so I'll say the pop Mm. So you um, had a good choice. Yeah, I think um, both had their pros mm -hmm. both had a lot of positives uh, I think the only negative about the museum was that we had to go so early. Yeah. <laughs> and the pub was that it was so far away. Mm -hmm. But everything else was great. It was amazing. So I hope you enjoy the podcast, like I said earlier, and the series will have five more episodes. And the next episode will be centered around music with Sean and Hope. Thanks for listening to this episode of Getting to Know You. It was produced by Adoras Idowu and myself, Jack Murphy, at the University of Sunderland. 
Our music was from Upbeat.io and you can listen to all of our episodes on sparksunderland.com forward slash podcasts.